I'm Alex Stille, and this is Vision Vibes, the podcast that hopes to give you inspiration and tools to live a more satisfying life. This story was originally broadcast on television as part of the interview series Direct Talk. If you enjoy listening, you can head to the NHK World website to watch. You'll find interviews with people from all walks of life. I have a confession to make. I'm a huge science fiction fan. Ever since I was a kid, I've loved trying to imagine what technology will have in the future. Who knows, maybe someday I'll be able to teleport to my office on Mars and half of my colleagues will be aliens. Imagine the kind of podcasts we could make. But science fiction isn't really about traveling to other planets and meeting aliens. It's about finding creative, out-of-the-box solutions to current problems. Futuristic technology doesn't have to be all flying cars and interdimensional portals. It can be as simple as, say, turning pollution into ink. Today's guest is a chronic inventor, researcher, and expert at turning science fiction into science fact. Anirudh Sharma is the co-founder of Gravity Labs and has invented a way to turn exhaust pipe pollution into a usable ink known as air ink. How did Anirudh come up with the idea for air ink? And should we be looking at pollution in an entirely different way? Let's join narrator Steve W. and find out on today's episode of Vision Vibes. Each year, it is estimated that some 4.2 million people die prematurely following exposure to outdoor air pollution. This pollution comes from cars and factories and contains fine particulate matter known as PM2.5 that is highly dangerous to our health. Anirudh Sharma is a researcher at the MIT Media Lab in Boston. He's looking to tackle this environmental challenge through a company he launched in India. He developed a system for capturing PM2.5 from diesel cars by attaching a device directly to exhaust pipes. The carbon from the captured emissions is turned into usable ink. It's called air ink. I mean, more than solving the problem of air pollution, it's air ink is, uh, is a way, it's a method to look at pollution in a new way. In nature, the way nature works, there's nothing called pollution in nature. And what we are looking at is, how do you interpret the, the environmental waste that is emissions, that is going into the lungs of people, into landfills, and all different places, and how do you find new product narratives around it? So essentially, it's an ink, it's a form of a pigment that is made by recycling the same carbon emissions that would have gone into your life, your breath, your living streams, and so on. The idea came to Anirudh in 2013, as he walked the streets of an Indian city and was struck by the level of pollution. Smoke from a diesel generator had all but painted part of a nearby wall black. So one of the images that I very commonly use that, that, that actually gave me an inspiration while taking a picture was this uh, wall next to a generator that became black from that pollution. For me, it was a very simple observation that 
there is so much pollution around you and the word that i see is if you see it has become so bad that now you can see it in virtually everywhere around you and then we started talking to friends who are chemists friends who understand material science better than i do and they said like it is a very carbon rich material that you can utilize in a production process so we took it to a lab and then we said oh what if we make a simple contraption then and use all of these emissions and turn that into into a pigment and what do you do with a pigment you write or you print upon returning to his lab in boston anarud got to work developing a prototype of his idea alongside his fellow engineers they extracted soot from a candle mixing it with oil and vodka to create ink very early experiment with the help of a friend what we did was we made this small printer that would suck in carbon emissions and then turn them into into an output feed hacked from a regular printer the experiment was a success and anarud took the promising results with him back to india there he established a lab and got to work on more serious research towards making his system a reality His first attempts at production weren't all smooth sailing. We were working with high voltages next to uh fuels. There used to be times when the high voltage would go into the control systems and catch fire and and there would be a leak from the diesel engine and the whole lab would be at fire. And the passers by on the street would think that why are what, what are these guys doing because they would see all these electronics in the lab catching fire and they were thinking the startup is into making bombs. and we had to put uh, these funny labels outside it that enter at your own risk uh, so luckily we all escaped um, untouched uh, we learned how to work with more complex and dangerous types of electrical systems but it all went well after 3 years of effort anarud and his team successfully developed a filtering system they called calink the system captures carbon soot from all kinds of exhausts including cars, boats and factory chimneys. So in the process of hunting for uh, pollution as we call it, we started to make uh, we we designed our own we conceptualized one system. Uh the way the system works is that the emissions go in and they get electrostatically captured on to the walls of our system and then the air comes out. Like most of those emissions are captured up to from 90 to 95% of it and all those emissions are essentially a raw material to the air ink making process and the advantage of making turning them into products is not just recycling the waste it's also replacing the conventional color which is made by deliberately burning fossil fuels so it's like hitting two birds with one stone yeah as enerud's project grew it became clear that some factory operators weren't sure what to do with the material they had collected He encouraged people to send the material to his lab for the team to experiment on. So the companies that would burn a lot of diesel generator fuel, the companies that would be burning any type of fossil fuel and capturing that emission, they were like, now we have captured it, what do we do with it? And we became we put our name out there that send your emissions to us. So we started getting these bags full of pollution and that's where our analytical team came into play and they were like okay we can make this with this we can make this with this and that's where 
the narrative started to becoming more fun and more products that you can make around it. Yeah. A self-professed chronic inventor, Anarud's ambition and curiosity towards new technologies have driven him since his student days in India. For for me, like the whole degree, like the whole interest in like building and engineering around interesting problems started when I was in my undergrad. I had some friends who came from backgrounds in woodwork and some background in electronics. And all, all we did was read on the internet, watch several conferences from TED and see like, oh, these are people sitting in uh, south of France and this person sitting in within the US is building this thing by using these raw materials. And the basic simple question, hey, these raw materials are available all around us in local markets. And in India, back in that time, there used to be this culture of technical festivals all around the country. And we would say that to go to technical festivals and to meet cool people, you need cool to build cool stuff. So we, we took inspiration and we just copied whatever people were building. And then once we made it, then we realized, oh, I, now we have somebody from computer science background on the team. Can they write a different type of a code and make it our own? So we created our own personality of the system. We created our own, own, own magic around it and then started traveling around with the country. Driven by a passion for inventing, he continued to develop new designs after graduation. This ruler features a transparent display which supplements physical lines with virtual graphics. This device he calls Leechel. It's a smart insole that can help blind and elderly users navigate the streets. It uses a vibration system to communicate navigational information, eliminating any need for the user to consult a smartphone. Anarud has sought to contribute to society through his inventions. But what's his secret to staying innovative? I have this notebook where all you do like, and this is very common in like people from design engineering backgrounds, you would sketch like new ideas, new inventions. And out of 100 that you do, based on the problems that you see around yourself, there are 20 you will work on, and there are five of them you will take forward. And out of those five, two of them would actually see the light of the day for several factors. So my method is about like uh, problems, collaboration, uh, and observation, and fusing them all together to create new ideas. And it's like a funnel, like a lot, a lot, lot many ideas, then a few would chisel down, few would be impossible, and a few would chisel down to, to becoming something that could become real. Thank you. Having successfully transformed pollution into ink, Anarud and his team still needed to prove that their ink was safe to use. So the initial days were a lot of fun, a lot of experimentation at a very crude level. But later on, as we scaled, there's a huge compliance problem that we ran into because the conventionally, the way you make these chemicals, you make them with conventional materials, right? Like, but if you, if, you, if you take an unconventional material that has come from a different source, and which in our case was pollution, how do you justify that to a regular compliance industry? So that was a big, so like things like shipping it would be a huge problem that, are you shipping pollution? Or are you shipping a product? So we, we said like, oh, this is pollution, but recycled. So we, have, we had to develop our own terminology 
and do a lot of back and forth with compliance agencies to solve this problem at a large scale because doing experiments in a lab is like one thing but when it scales and when it becomes uh, when you're solving an everyday problem of a large industry there's a lot of things that you learn have to learn on the go and solve them as we scale 3 years after launching his company Anurudh received a message from a major beer brewing company they expressed a strong interest in Anarud's Inc., wanting to use it for an environmental campaign. They came to us and said that, oh, this is amazing. Can we fund a very large campaign in like 14 cities around the world where they will involve some of the best artists? It's, it's something that, that people from science and technology background don't do. But what we thought was that what we have made in our lab, if it can go to these cool artists, how, how, how much fun it would be. The campaign was titled The World's First Clean Air Gallery and made its way to the streets of cities around the world including New York, London, Hong Kong, Singapore and Amsterdam. A range of artists gathered to create beautiful artworks using air ink. Anarud traveled with them to show off billboards and murals illustrating the effects of carbon waste. The artists got fully behind the campaign's message. We're transforming something negative into something positive, then we put it back into the street. So in a way it's a cycle, but the end product is different. And for us it was more of like, a way to put our products in the hand of people that we would not get to interact with ever in our life. And that's when the whole airing project became very big. So that is extremely powerful when science and art combine, yeah. The carbon used to make one air ink marker can be captured from 40 minutes of driving with the calling. The campaign helped produce 770 liters of air ink, preventing more than 20,000 hours of carbon emissions from escaping into the atmosphere. The successful campaign led to more air ink collaborations with other companies who embraced the concept. This fashion brand specializes in eco-friendly ethical clothes the firm used air ink for the printed designs of a new product line. Another popular brand of Scotch whiskey collaborated with local artists in six major cities to create bottle designs using air ink. Collaboration is the most powerful tool that, uh, that exists out there when you're doing disruptive innovation. The more I interact with people, the more opportunities I get to travel, the more opportunities I get to interact with uh, people and society and uh, individuals and processes facing different problems. The more opportunities I get like, oh, can I do with this? And it's, it's, it's not just a matter of like training, it's a matter of curiosity. You see what's around you, what problems exist, what tools you have, what types of communities you are engaged with and you combine all of them together. Following Air Inc's success, Anarud was named by Forbes magazine's 30 Under 30. 
Air Inc. is still gaining momentum today. But what are the words that chronic inventor Anarud lives by? Building new concepts and inventions in the lab is very satisfying. But building interdisciplinary teams and turning these ideas into scaled realities is when the true impact happens. That's why from lab to reality. From lab to reality, Anarud's approach to problem solving is something the world desperately needs right now. We've talked a lot on this program about creative ways to solve environmental problems. We've covered recycling, generating less waste in the first place, and holding companies accountable. None of these solutions by themselves will be enough to tackle climate change. So we need to be doing a bit of everything. But my favorite type of solution is technological innovation. Anarud started the episode with a profound statement. There is nothing called pollution in nature. Pollution is an interpretation. In nature, there are only elements. A carbon atom is the same whether it's floating in the atmosphere or printed on a piece of paper. Transforming one into the other is a matter of engineering. Once we're able to think of the world like Anarud on a fundamental level, a whole new realm of innovation becomes available to us. If we value and invest in our research labs, not only will we come up with creative solutions to our biggest problems, but we'll have a lot of exciting new technology too. I personally can't wait to see what cool inventions the Anarudes of the world are going to come up with next. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. You can find the transcript as well as our other stories on the NHK World website. I've been Alex Delay. Join us next time for more mind-expanding insights from inspiring people on Vision Vibes.